So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Everybody, this is Dr. Chris Featherstone here with yet another episode of Legion of Raw with the man, the bro, Vince Russo, Russo, Russo. Whoa, very nice, Doctor. Very, very, very nice. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. We gotta, we gotta. We gotta have some Hulk Hogan energy tonight, brother. Oofa, 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 oofa. <laughs> Yet another uh, fun and exciting Raw episode leading to their next pay per view, which is Extreme Rules coming in. Uh, I think it's a week from Saturday or something of that nature. Something of that nature. I'm not sure when Extreme Rules is. You know, Chris, I have to. I, I want to explain something to everybody before we get into this re- review show. Okay, I I listen, bro. I have man for as far back as I can remember. I can I can remember watching Soupy Sales as a kid. So I want to say that's about 1964. I, I can vividly remember watching the very first episode of Batman in 1966. The Riddler was the villain. In other words, bro, what I'm trying to say is I have a lot of years of experience watching television. Mm-hmm. And I always enjoyed watching television. And I do consider myself a TV critic. Okay. And I want people to understand, bro. I critique this show like I would critique any uh, any any show I watch on television. You know, Chris, I was a big fan of The Office. I don't know if you were a big fan of The Office, but anyway, I wasn't, but I watched a few episodes. Okay, because I'm a big fan of The Office. I I you know I follow Steve Carell. Okay. okay, Steve Carell just came out with a new series on Hulu, and it's called The Patient, and he's the executive producer of the show. Nice. So I watched a uh, you know the first five episodes of the show. Now, keep in mind, I want to like the show because I'm a fan of Steve Carell. So I'm watching episode by episode by episode. And bro, I'll be honest with you, man, it gets to the point where the show is really dragging. 
And I'm like, okay, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go, you know, we gotta go, you know. So the show was dragging, bro. I started watching Dahmer on Netflix because I figured a lot of people would be watching that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm about five, six episodes in now, and you know, as I watch this, my critique is this show is all over the place. It keeps going back in time, forward, back, forward, sideways, left, right. It's very confusing to follow. So I want people to understand, I don't look at this show any differently than any other show I watch on TV. This isn't Vince hates Triple H. Vince is bitter because they're not hiring him. I'm watching a television show and I come on here and I give a critique of that television show and i just want people to understand that bro i can go into watching a show with great anticipation really wanting to enjoy the show and really think i'm going to enjoy a show and i'll walk away and say ah bro that's not you know so i i want people to understand that i don't have an agenda with anybody at the wwe i am merely watching a television show and I am critiquing that television. So, so the bottom line is really, this is what it comes down to. I get paid to watch this show. If I wasn't getting paid to watch this show, this show would not be in my routine. I mean, it's, it's, it's really that simple. I would not be watching this if it were not my job. And I am saying that from a casual fan point now is triple h delivering to the audience he's trying to deliver to absolutely without a shadow of a mark of a doubt the marks will love this show bro long matches great matches great moves so for the audience he is catering to he is doing a great job I am the audience he has to regain. And I'm just sitting here saying he's not doing anything to regain a former fan of wrestling like me. So I just I just want to get that out there so people will understand the perspective that I'm coming from. Fair enough. I'm going to have to disagree with you when it comes to Dahmer because I think it was fantastic. Uh, well, the, the production. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm not saying it's not, not good, but it, 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 it is kind of all over the place. It, it, it is a little difficult to follow for me. I actually thought it – I actually like that type of narrative because I, to me – so my, my PhD is in forensic psychology. Mm-hmm. I also have – a master's in psychology and a master's in criminal justice with a specialization in behavioral sciences, another master's too. But um, so I thoroughly study like serial killers, anything forensic, criminal justice, things like that. So I knew everything about this whole series before it came. So I, looking at the whole series, I knew about 95 percent in the tony uh uh segment the the tony thing that's all that was just it's theorized to be not based on like hard proof they just wanted to bring out the you know the the uh the deaf and mute guy um as what i was one of his victims but at the same time it's like um Thank you, awesome. But I have three masters. <laughs> I don't have four masters. I have three. I have a three masters and a PhD. Um, but thank you, though. I appreciate it. Um, 
but no man it, it's that segment uh that's not based on hardcore evidence they just kind of want to fluff it up um so i did see that uh as like uh that's interesting um i i, I think i don't know if i understand why they did what they did just to kind of bring like light to tony yeah uh but at the same time that wasn't based on like hard evidence of as far as yeah. whatever what all the things happen but to me when i looked at Dahmer, i was like okay so i i don't want some just random run-of-the-mill chronological yeah yeah you know what i mean but at the same time what i what i did appreciate was the fact that they showed tracy edwards first and he because tracy was the guy who actually got away got from away. Dahmer, yeah. right. and he got the you know he ran and basically the the police went up to him and so they kind of did a narrative of he's caught he's going to the police he he does a tell all and that and that basically is when it goes back and does the tell all now i did see that there was some spottiness and but they do they even go back to that bro they even go back to that scene like that that's what i'm saying okay got you toward the end yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, yeah. like it's like Bro, there were two things like I, I like I, I had a hard time with, and this is all you know loosely based. You know, I I just did a show, Glass Onions, where I went through every episodes and I went through where they stretched the truth a little bit, stuff that yeah, was not the true. Tony like segment was a stretch. Yeah, yeah that neighbor true. did not live next door; she mm-hmm. lived in another building. You yeah. know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But these are my two takeaways, bro. Like that, really, I could not understand. Number one is, bro, a couple of guys like you know had the opportunity to just beat the crap out of them like just, yeah. bro just bro if your life is on the line you're going to be scared but there's going to be such an adrenaline rush and bro here's the second thing chris i did not get bro this was not a good looking guy like how in <laughs> god's name did he lure all these men back? i mean seriously bro. well the lore was the uh was the photos it was it was charging people to uh, take photos, fifty bucks. That's what he would did. He, you know, charge people fifty bucks. And sometimes he said, "Yeah, I, I'll I'll bump it up to a hundred if you, you know, do a new photo to some of them." And they, you know, a lot of them were down their luck. You know, what I mean, there were younger younger people. A lot of them were, you know, late teens, early twenties. Uh, I think Tony was thirty one, if I'm not mistaken. Thirty one, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So so it's like you know he would lure a lot of these young kids, you know, from the bar to and you know from the bar in the bathhouse to hey i've you know, i got you 50 bucks hey you know uh that's a, that's a bill i'm trying to help out my mom or something like that sure i'll do it uh because the 14 year old was very you know uh, uh hesitant to do yeah. it yeah. and so he carried it you know i mean the um <clears throat> the uh alcohol i believe it was so yeah they they, they were reluctant but at the same time they went in and they mm. took the bribe. And when they took the bribe, that's when he put the sleep, you know, the, the sleeping uh, yeah. cocktail in there. And you know, the rest was history other than that. So, yeah. Well, hey, 11 minutes of Dahmer talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Round of applause, bro. Round of applause. Have you ever seen. Um, the 93 dateline interview from Dahmer a long time ago man long you should watch it again man you yeah. should watch it man just chilling just chilling yeah. man yeah just chilling. and the thing is again me 
me being a forensic psychology doctor, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to him. I'm listening to him and I'm like, man, I can really assess the heck out of him. I can see uh, 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 people saying people, people always saying uh, people saying they want to talk about Dom. Um, but I, I can see from the interview that people are like, man, yeah, just I, I don't agree. He's just a, he's just an evil monster. I think it goes much further than that. Yeah, yeah. I, there's this is so much I can pick apart and assess from a psychological point of view of of reasons why and, and things like that. Um, but yeah, I can really pick apart. And I, I I've got my thoughts on just that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. as far as as far as Dahmer's as far as assessing Dahmer, as far as the origins and his the roadkill thing and the abandonment issues and the, the rejection and wanting to feel like someone's not abandoning him, which is the reason why he did what he did. You know what I mean? So, uh, very interesting. Legion of Dahmer's with uh, someone. Just, oh my god! Yeah, no, we, we, wanna, <laughs> we wanna do that. Maybe he had a toot uh, fetish. So, uh, oh my yeah. god! Oh my yeah. god! No, we don't. We don't want that. We don't want that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, People, people are putting over the fact that we talked about Dahmer. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I'm not done you. yet. I'm not done yet, bro. I think I'm halfway done. I just saw the uh, the episode with the uh, deaf dude. I just finished watching that one, so I'm not all the way through. I got to finish. Nice, nice, nice. Um, very, very chilling stuff. Very chilling stuff, especially the end when he when he got. Uh, when he got murdered. Bro, I think a lot of people, I don't know, I, I don't want to speak for everybody else because a lot of people, you know, it's like the car wreck, you can't look away and it's the, yeah. you know. But to me, I watch shows like this, bro, and this happens to me 99% of the time. I watch shows like this because I really want to try to understand. Absolutely. Like how, how can somebody, but bro, so many times I'll walk away from these shows and still not understand. Mm. You know what I mean? I watched the after the series. I watched the interview, the ninety three interview again after this. I got to go watch that. Yeah. yeah. So I would I would suggest after you watch the whole series, um, uh, watch the interview again. Uh, the the original the, the ninety three interview when he was in jail. I think it'll really put a bow on it uh, as far as just understanding actually Jeffrey Dahmer and Ed. Ed uh, Evan Turner is his name, I believe the uh, the actor. Yeah, and people were saying, "Man, he needs to do like rom com after this, man," because like this method acting stuff is just—I mean, that could, it can really get to you. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like Keith yeah. Ledger, you know, what I mean, he was like, yeah, it yeah. got to him really bad too. Yeah. So, man, he was talking about—I think he was like an American horror story or something like that. He was into, and he was saying how that really jacked him up psychologically, and he had to like back off of that. So. He's done some really eerie stuff. He did a fantastic job. As yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, phenomenal job. Yeah, yeah no doubt about it. The father, too. The father. The oh, dad. he was really good, too. Yeah. 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 I think everybody was. Nisi, even Nisi was good. Yeah, Nisi was very good. She yeah, was very good. good. Yeah. yeah. Good series overall. So we got Hannibal with this $10 super chat, bro. Saw the card before the show and asked yeah. myself why, because none of these matches have any story. I remember the days when wrestling matches had to earn the This Is Awesome chant. Very good. good you, you know, Hannibal, they said something very early in the show. Like, you guys know, I don't watch SmackDown, okay? I'm not. If, if WWE assumes 
that everybody's watching every program they put on. They're out of their freaking minds. No, nobody's sitting there watching six hours of wrestling a week unless you are a bona fide wrestling mark. Yeah. So I don't watch SmackDown. But here's the problem I had with, and you know, Chris, you do, and and Sports Keenan Nation does. But at the beginning of the show, the announcers are hyping that Sammy Zayn is there, and and they say Sammy Zayn is there to defend the honor of the bloodline. Is AJ on SmackDown and is AJ doing a, an angle with the th – then what does that mean? Like, like Sami Zayn is there to defend the honor of the bloodline. He has a match with AJ Styles. What what does that even mean? He's not defending the honor of – That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying because I'm like I'm pretty sure AJ's not on SmackDown and not in an angle with them. So what do you even mean by that? Um – <laughs> I, I think if you asked them that question, they would have no clue. They wouldn't even know. Uh, did you win the, the title uh, uh, 22 years ago? Yes, I did, actually. Somebody posted that. Yeah, me. someone just uh, very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. Look, look at those guns, man. Look at those guns. Makes you, you're such a narcissist. Uh, yeah, 22 years ago, bro. Today? 22 years ago today? I think so, yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, if you can explain your title win in one word, what would it be? Creative. Creative. How so? How so? Go back and watch that match, bro. The, the, so, match? so so much happens in that match that is so creative and so well thought out. And um, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> bro, compared to this, come on, man. Are you kidding me? A anybody, a bro, listen. I, I, if you're a mark, you're a mark. When it's, it's like West Side Story. When you're a mark, you're a mark all the way. If you're a mark, you're a mark all the way. Anybody with a brain can go back and look at that match from 22 years ago and put it up against everything they saw on tonight's show, and you'll walk away from that saying, are you freaking kidding me? September 25th, 2000. So 22 years ago. And speaking of the Jets and the Sharks, bro, you, you know what I'm talking about. West Side Story, Chris. I know it's a little before your time. I remember seeing West Side Story in the movie theater with my parents. Very nice. Bro, is that what's going on? These two girl groups, for, for the ninth week in a row, they open the show, and I'm like, bro, this is the Jets and the Sharks. Yeah. Like, that's, that's exactly what this is. Uh, again, bro. Open the show the same exact way, different, um, you know, di different match. Just pick two two different girls and have the match to start to start the show yeah. and eat up thirty minutes. I mean, I mean, it's it's what what more can you say about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally, uh, I totally understand, and I think at the end of the day. Um, this is just another way to fill in um, three hours worth of television. I mean, and, that's, that's what and let's about. remind people: this is what Vince was doing. Yes, indeed. This is this is no difference than what they were doing under Vince. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, let's see. We get to the. I mean, just. Cutting a promo, this led to a, uh, an actual match between Belair and Eo Sky. Uh, Eo Sky losing, and she's the tag team champion, and they're trying to make uh, Damage Control a big name and uh, Bianca Belair. Here's my thing, Vince. Here's my question to you, and, and I'm interested in your thoughts on that. Why do they have to 
book this type of match. Like they they have a bunch of different matches. If you're trying to protect Damage Control, if you're trying to protect Bianca Belair, why does the segment have to end in a match to extend the segment? Is it because there's three hours, or is it well, like what is this doing to add to the story? See, Chris, he, he, here's some of the tricks of the trade that I get accused of all the time. Uh, you know, by the marks. Here's the tricks of the trade. There's different ways to do this, and you can get away with it, okay? Bro, their, their mentality, let me explain this to everybody. Their mentality is these girls are tag team champions, but if they're in a solo match, they can lose. Bro, that that's, that's true when you got a real team. Like, bro, let, let's just take, for instance, the British Bulldogs. Dynamite Kid, you know, was a, a, a certain kind of wrestler, Davy Boy Smith was a different type of wrestler. Together, they were the British Bulldogs. So now, if Dynamite Kid did not have uh, Davy and Davy didn't have Dynamite Kid, and they were in a singles match against a single competitor, now the single competitor had a chance. Mm -hmm. But not with this tag team. No. Like th th these are not the British Bulldogs. Th this is not the Legion of Doom. This is not Demolition. You know, this is not the Wild Samoans. These are two girls that were put together. Mm -hmm. But it's the 70s mentality of, well, they're the tag champs, I mean, it's all right if they lose single matches. Now, Chris, what you do to get around this is, bro, have a, have a street fight. Hmm. have a street fight something creative like that where the finish could be so creative that you're not beating somebody with a one yeah, two three yeah. there's so many different ways to do this bro but if you're gonna again you're gonna have a straight up wrestling match to appease the fans and what if I i've said this three weeks in a row now why did Bailey choose two girls that are going to lose all the time? We still don't know. This, that. this is the third week in a row I've said that. Yeah. We still don't know that. And, uh, you know, I say, you know, so many positive things about Bianca Belair. I think she's absolutely fantastic. I think she's an absolute star. Uh, I, I just don't think it doesn't help her gimmick if she keeps beating the same people over and over again. You know, I mean, you have to make the heel strong in order to make the baby face stronger. Right. And if she keeps beating the same people over and over and over again, doesn't make her strong. It doesn't boost her up as a as a heel. And that's why Not I don't understand all. why they keep doing the same thing. Especially over over. against these women that are not established Correct. on the Correct. show, yeah. bro. Yeah. They're yeah. not established. She's beating a nobody in the eyes of casual fans. Yeah, yeah. People don't know who EO Sky is from a widespread point of view. Right. And a lot of, I mean, to be honest with you, Vince, people still don't know who EO Sky is because they never really had a, uh, they never really explained who she was. Right. She just came up on the main roster, you know, some weeks ago. And people still, there still hasn't been a thorough explanation of why I should buy into EO Sky. And think about this, Chris, you're beating her before we even know who she before is. Even, oh, why do I care who she is now? Why, why, why do I, she's, she's a loser. That's yeah. who she is. Right. So why would I care now? Yeah. Yeah. Just, Indeed. It's, it's just really, really, really bad development, bro. Yeah. Uh, Raymond Steele cuts a backstage interview more into the, uh, Dominic, uh, stuff and Raymond Stewart. And then we get Seth Rollins cutting earring promo. 
Uh, I honestly, I I didn't like this whatsoever, man. I, I like what is Seth Rollins trying to prove here? What is he trying to do? He now he does the people singing, and he feeds that, you know. So that doesn't. So that makes him cheered. So that makes him cheered, and then it makes the other person. It takes the heat off the baby because he's the one being cheered, and that's exactly what he did in the promo. Because they, he, as soon as they said Riddle's name, there was a lot of people booing that, you know, yeah. booing him. And so it's like, what are you trying? Like, if I was if I was Matt Riddle, I would have a conversation with Seth in the back and saying, man, look, what are we doing here? Are you trying to get yourself over at my expense here? Or are you trying to help, you know, put get me over, which heels should do to babies? Bro, I, I got to tell you, and this is so... um so sad to say bro i think there's a good majority of the roster and i'm going to say 75 percent of the roster that do not think heel and babyface i i i don't think seth rollins is thinking my god i'm gonna go out there and make them hate me so much that they will want that. I don't think he's thinking that way, bro. I could tell you, for the cup of coffee that I had, that was my mentality. Mm-hmm. I am going to make people despise me, hate me, want to see me get my butt kicked. Like, that yeah. That was my intention, bro, yeah. to yeah. make the baby face that more beloved. I don't think that's the mindset today, Chris. I really don't. Well, it seems like a lot of the wrestlers are going to business, going in business for themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? And and the thing is, it's not about like clear cut baby or clear cut heel. There's gray area with that. Just like Austin and McMahon. You know, I mean, there was you know, Austin wasn't a clear cut baby at all, but he was the enemy of the biggest villain in all of professional wrestling, which right. made him. Uh, by default, a baby face. People cheered him because he was that guy who was that rebel against the boss. Right. Who doesn't want to cheer for that? That is a very real scenario that happens in companies worldwide. And so that type of deal, it's it's wrestling one on one. Like I said before, I did a media uh, uh, just a uh, uh, thing with with uh, Sting and Flair. And uh, Jim Ross, some years ago, when I uh, did media for WrestleMania back in Orlando, and I asked, I asked him, you know, asked Sting, uh, you know, what what is his his thoughts on like clear cut, you know, the the impact of baby faces and heels, and he said, I'm still old school when it comes to that. He said, at the if it wasn't for Ric Flair, if it wasn't for Rick Rude. Sting wouldn't be the sting that he is now. And I agree with that 100%. I absolutely, a one, I actually 100% agree with that because, sure, you know, there's there's not a clear cut, like not, you know, white meat baby face. That's not a, that's not a big deal anymore. But at the same time, some people are destined to, be a really really good heel and some people are destined to be a really really good baby face and you got to be sure that you know where you fit in that otherwise you'll go into business for yourself like everybody does yeah. <laughs> and no one's getting over there it's it's just yeah. not it just and bro matter. what's so bad about this and again I'm I'm always watching this show with my writing hat on bro 
Rey Mysterio's entire mindset should be, I am taking out every single one of these derelicts that poison the brain of my impressionable son. Bro, It's you can go all the way back, guys, and I'm showing you my irrelevant old age. You can go back to Charles Bronson and Death Wish, bro. Mm -hmm. His wife and daughter got raped, and and the people that did it were going to pay. And that was his focus. So if I'm writing this story, why in God's name is Rey Mysterio wrestling Seth Rollins other than it's going to be a great match and the marks are going to give it five stars? Who cares, bro? You're killing the story. You got to put yourself in the shoes of the father. Look what these three lowlifes did to my son. And I'm going to die on that hill, man. You're going to have to. That's the story. Not, not, not he wrestles Seth Rollins for 20 freaking minutes, bro. Come on, man. And the thing is with that, Vince, is that we saw with the match that Ray lost. And so Ray continues to lose matches. How is that going to build intrigue in the storyline if the the payoff is Ray beating Dominic or or Dominic just you know kind of putting the putting the all dog to sleep? What's what's the deal here? But the thing is, if Ray continues to lose week after week, it doesn't really bring importance or doesn't boost up the Judgment Day. Again, this is what I'm this is what I'm trying to figure out, Vince is that these people are losing week in and week out. How is that building someone's character? That's what I don't understand. Uh, Unless, Chris, unless they believe that they're telling the story that Ray is so down uh, and so traumatized because of what happened to Dominic that he's losing. That's not the story I'm getting. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say, yeah. I, I don't if if that, that's the yeah. case, bro, then he's losing in a couple of minutes. Yeah. He's not having a 20 minute match. If he's having a 20 minute match, bro, he's got to be focused and he's got to be in the match. If he's not focused and his mind is on Judgment Day, then it's a three minute match, bro. Yeah. They're not telling that story. Well, the problem with that, Vince, is that they want to be sure that they they appease the hardcore fans right, and have right. a long match. Yes, that, like, exactly. It, why is this such a requirement exactly. to have a 20-minute match as if we don't see 20-minute matches every week? I, I just don't understand that. Especially, and again, bro, you had a, you know, you had America's team and and, and the New York Giants on, on Monday Night Football tonight, bro. Like, yeah. come on, come on, man. Like, seriously? Indeed, indeed. Uh, we get a backstage segment with Matt Riddle and Bobby Lashley. Um, anything on this? You got anything? Anything coming out of this? In your opinion? I I guess it was their way for. And again, listen, I give them credit, bro, because I say it all the time. You want to get somebody over, they need to be on the show every week. I believe this was Lashley's only appearance on the show. Mm-hmm. I I I I don't think this is enough to do anything for him. I don't know what they're trying to do. I still, I say this all the time. I still don't know what the heck they have in mind with Lashley. I like Lashley a lot, man. I, I keep saying that he should be the guy uh, who dethrones Roman Reigns. I think that he he is one of the most believable full-time talent in all of professional wrestling, specifically WWE. And I, I just, the fact 
it seems like Triple H is trying to elevate the mid card championships, but it's not really he's not really doing a good job because there's no story. Just because he's fighting matches every week in a week out doesn't really mean anything if there's no story behind it. Chris, we just introduced two new women that are not over from the first day that we saw them they're losing matches they're 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 already i I don't they could run around with the belts all they want it it, they they mean nothing so what are we going to do bro instead of putting bobby lashley in a high profile story we're going to throw another girl out there. We're going to throw Candice LaRue on the show. LaRue. Well, well, and, and I'm saying, okay. That's LaRue's cousin. I don't give a crap. So Candice LaRue. not really her cousin, but you Candace said Candice LaRue is on the show now. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's Elijah, Elijah and uh, Rackle? Rachel, where would wait a wait? Whoa, whoa, where were they? Aliyah. Weren't they? Was it wasn't Aliyah and Ray, Ray, Rachel on the show two weeks? And now we got Candace LaRue and, and Bobby Lashley isn't on the show. What are we doing? Like, yes. what are, what are we doing here? I'll tell you what we're doing, bro. I, I bet you this, Chris. What are we doing? Candace LaRue must be over huge with the marks. <laughs> right or wrong? Is she uh, over huge with the marks? Candace well, LaRue? she's over huge with the marks, but the problem is is that like eight people cheered for her when she came out. Oh so, my God. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Bro, you've got two people standing next to each other. Bobby Lashley and Candace LaRue. <laughs> and the 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 objective is to okay, Triple H. You got to get as many people to watch this show as yes, possible. Yes, yes. You you got you can choose between these yes, two. Yes, yes. Bobby Lashley or Candice LaRue? Give me LaRue. Give me LaRue. <laughs> exactly. I, I've got my I got all my chips in the in the middle. Oh the my middle. God, Chris! When somebody can explain that seriously, man. When when somebody can explain that to me, come see me. If yes, you can't man. explain that to me, don't don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. And be sure to say Candice LaRue, not Candice LeRae, because oh. uh, Vince wouldn't know who you're talking about if you say Candice LaRue in a big match against Nikki Cross. And we and we can't get we can't get Lashley on the show. We can't get Lashley on the show. Oh. Uh we get uh Johnny Gargano. Speaking of Candice LeRae, uh uh her her husband, Johnny Gargano, and Kevin Owens, they defeat the Alpha Academy. This was uh this is a fan. A, a fanboy mark uh, yeah. uh match here although yeah. uh people in edmonton there were some people in edmonton who did not like johnny gargano i heard someone say you suck before uh, kevin Owens <laughs> came out and he know he no sold it but uh someone did say that and uh, a lot of people on the on the interwebs uh do not like can uh um Johnny Gargano. Well, again, I, I favor him because he's an Ohio one. So well, he, again, he Bobby Lashley or Johnny Gargano. One of these two could be on your show. Trips. Who 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 you taking this week? Trips. Ah, Cha-ching. Johnny Come Gargano. On, man, like we stop, 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 stop. Cha-ching, Vince. Cha-ching. You no, know, bro. Somebody even saying to me like, I, I just want to point this out. Like, you know, bro, we had um Evan Courageous and bro, but they were three count. Yeah, they were entertaining, bro. Yes. That that was a gimmick. That yes, was an indeed. entertaining gimmick. It wasn't. If we would have just thrown a, 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 a one of the three out there, like Johnny Gargano, 
Come on, man. Their gimmick was uh, bringing out their green circles. Yeah, the green circles. <laughs> that was big, phenomenal. Absolutely I'll pop for that. Phenomenal. I'll pop yeah, for the green circles. Phenomenal. And then Tank Abbott start dancing with them too. Who's that? Then Tank Abbott start. Oh dancing yeah, with Tank. Them yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was absolutely hilarious. Tank Abbott in three count, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next we get uh, AJ Styles and Finn Balor. So why are we went? Why is Seth wrong? <laughs> I, I got the show on in the background here. Why is Seth Rollins wearing a winter coat to the ring? <laughs> like, it, is it cold? It's cold in Edmonton. What, 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 why is he wearing a winter coat? Some somebody here from the SK Nation said that they're from Edmonton. What was the, what was the, uh, the, the, the temperature in Edmonton today? So it might have been cold. Not in the building, Chris. Not in the building. Air conditioner. He was, you know, he's he's probably got he maybe got oh, a low iron. Man. His irons count a little low, Vince. Too much, That's, you know. Too much. Uh, he wears jackets all the time. Uh, so, what do you think, man? They, 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 you know, Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens. Is this a is this a tag team that's uh, <laughs> is going to have a little bit? Yeah, of this is the team. second coming of LOD. This is real serious. This is the second. You've got a point there. Yeah, you've got a point there. You you've got a point there. I. Are are they going to come in the uh, the pads? Maybe, maybe, bro, maybe. Okay. How about how about the face paint? I don't know, bro. I, I don't. Uh, you know, again, who, who 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 outside of the marks? Who is Johnny Gargano appealing to? Triple H, Triple H, obviously, man. Obviously, obviously, bro. Obviously, the only problem, bro, is it's not about Triple H. It's about it's it's about the rest of the world. It's, it's not about, about yeah. It's about it's about the consumer. It's about consumer. It's about the 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 uh, the audience and bringing them in and making sure that uh, you are bringing in new people so you can get uh, new in good deals and yeah. you know you know. It went from a 1.7 to a 1.5, and people keep saying, well, you know, they had football last week, but it's like. Uh, it's built in, bro. It's built in. The, the excuses are built in. It's always yeah. going to be something, bro. Yeah, it's so, we got play, we got baseball playoffs coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Then you got the World Series. <laughs> then you got the – it's always going to be something, bro. Yeah. It's like the it's like the guy who's like always late for work. You know what I mean? He yeah. comes up with like a new yeah. excuse every yeah. week. You know yep. what I mean? Like – yeah, <laughs> it's yep. like, uh, yeah, man, my uh, my my tire went out. Yeah, man, my uh, my my cousin called me and told me that my uncle passed. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's just it's it's so much. It's it's a different excuse every single week, and so yep. eventually you realize that, yeah, it's a you thing. It's not it's not all these excuses. It's a you thing. So. Yeah, yeah, real, real simple, bro. Work harder, work smarter. Indeed. Period. And end of story. End of yep. story. I don't see harder or smarter on this show. No, no. Um, next we have uh, so so AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Do you think AJ Styles? What are your what are your takes on AJ Styles right now? As far as just him being in this this type of Judgment Day angle, they're trying to recruit him. What's the payoff here, bro? As I'm watching this, I'm like. Bro, this is very, very, very familiar. Bro, this is Retribution. Remember Retribution did the same exact thing? They were trying to recruit you, and if you said no, they were going to beat you up. Yeah. The same exact 
thing, bro. And after AJ, it'll be somebody else. And then after somebody else, that's the storyline, bro. We're trying to recruit you. And if you say no, we're going to beat you up. Okay, great. Tremendous. I, I, bro, I got to be honest with you. I think at this point, AJ's just cashing his check. I was going to ask really you, what are we doing here with yeah. AJ, man? I, th just... I think he's just cashing his check, bro. Just going to work, whatever you want me to do. He, you know, probably a lot of his buddies and friends there, he enjoys working with them. But I think at this point, he's just getting his paycheck. Do you think that he's mentally phoning it in at this point? I don't know exactly what you mean by that. I don't think he's working any less harder. He would never do that. He's kind he, of going he, through the motions. Yeah, I don't think really he's doing that. No, AJ, AJ takes much, much, much too, too, too much pride right. in what he does. But I think as far as storylines and who he's in angles with, I, I think he's at the whatever point. And, bro, one thing that really bothered me about this, bro, and this is this is what I can't stand. He's He's laying there at the end with the chair around his neck and you know Finn Finn Balor doesn't do the gimmick tells him why he couldn't do it bro shouldn't AJ be trying to get the chair off his neck like, like you know <laughs> what I'm scared saying? man he had all those people surrounding him I mean so come on bro if you you're going to and you know what a great visual that would be with him trying to get it off and them keeping it on, that would look real. Not the guy laying there with the chair around his neck and and a casual fan saying, "Hey AJ, don't you think you should try to get the chair off your neck?" <laughs> like it's, it's stuff yeah. like that, bro. That come on, man, think things through, bro. Man, I uh, it really seems like they are just using AJ for just fodder right now yeah, to try it. to make the Judgment Day better. But I don't, I, it's just, the adjustment just feels so mid to me. I, I just, I just can't really buy into the adjustment day. And I think it's because they haven't consistently won and then they're recruiting people who lose a lot. So it's like Dominic was like on the tail end and like, he wasn't really doing anything positive. Damian Priest didn't have a lot of momentum going behind them. Rhea Ripley didn't have a lot of momentum. So they're recruiting a bunch of like people with no momentum and expecting like a bunch of non-momentum people to all of a sudden be popular. And I yeah. just don't think what and 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 it's like it, it feels like a headless uh faction right now. When Edge was at the helm, I did critique that, but at least it had more of a it had bigger star power. Yeah. Than what it does now it just feels like a hateless and fact. bro here here's here's my problem too this is what i mean about they they don't they don't know how to write they don't know how to tell a story they don't think anything through okay bro edge comes out at the end of the show to save uh riddle right uh aj is not worthy of saving no He's not. Yeah, th that's what I'm talking about, bro. What what they need to do, because a casual fan is asking that question. Wait a yeah. minute, bro. AJ was just getting his bro. head handed to him. Where was Edge? Bro, you have to show, if you're going to do it that way, after AJ gets laid out, you go to commercial, whatever, you come back, you got to show the limo showing up. Yeah. So that will explain why he didn't try to come out and help and yeah. save AJ. Those little things matter, bro. Because yeah. if I'm AJ, I'm like, well, bro, you're saving Riddle and you're letting him kill me? Yeah. Like, really? That's point. That's Those little things matter, bro. Yeah. yeah.
So there's still, I'm still trying to find out two things, Vince. One, why has why hasn't AJ addressed Edge? And Edge was the one who beat the crap out of him. You know, beat him, gave him a concerto, beat him at Mania because of Priest interfering, beat him again. And we still have not gotten anything about Edge and AJ Styles. I just, I don't understand I'm that. still wondering who kidnapped AJ. And I was trying to, and that's my second thing. <laughs> who in the heck was the other guy? Wait Tell me minute. the other guy. Oh, see, that's, that, bro, the fact that Edge is now connected with uh, um, Judgment Day. Now, if you know what you're doing and you know how to tell a story, now you can connect those dots with AJ. Now you can make, based on what happened and where we are now, you can make everything make sense and come together. But they they don't know how to do that, bro. They don't. They know simple. That's what they know. We go. Oh, we're gonna put Loomis in a hockey suit this week. That. That's all they know, bro. Bro, we can carry this on forever with freaking Loomis. Oh, next week he's in uh he's in the uh Philly Fanatic costume. What town are we gonna be in next week? Get the mascot costume, bro. They've gotta move this freaking story along. They got moving along. I understand, bro. There's a million ways he can attack Miz. We yes, understand that. You yes, gotta give is. us the next chapter. We're bored with it. How do you, how do you, but, but Vince, how do you connect the dots with AJ and Edge having heat if they're both baby faces now? Please explain that to me. How in the world do you still, do you connect the dots? He's back, he's back involved with Judgment Day because he stepped away from Judgment Day. Now he's back with Judgment Day because he was kind of teaming with Ziggler for a little bit, who we have no idea where he is anymore. But he went back into Judgment Day because Finn's trying to recruit him. But Edge was there. He still should have heat with Edge, but now he's a babyface. How do you connect those dots? But that's what I'm saying, bro. They should. The, 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 the dots are real simple. They had heat. AJ had heat with Edge, but now they have a common enemy. Okay. That's that. Those are the dots. You've got to the enemy tell of my that enemy story. Is my Common enemy still yeah. don't trust each other. You've got to tell that story, bro. And you had the perfect setup for Edge to save AJ. Then we go to the back, and AJ said, "I don't need your help. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get involved in my business." You know, you got to tell the story. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then AJ gets attacked, and then. Uh, and, I, and something like the next week, Edge, you know, could get attacked or Edge could get, uh, you know, just kind of surrounded. And AJ comes in, reluctantly helps Edge, and they kind of form a common bond because they both are saving, you know, from, from Judgment Day. I, I, yeah, okay, I can see that. I like that. Uh, next we have uh, Alpha Academy and Austin Theory um, cutting a, a backstage, you know, deal. And then... Braun Strowman's on speakerphone and challenges Gable in his hometown. What, what on for, for SmackDown? No, no, for next week. Oh, for <laughs> yeah, next okay, week. Okay, so I'm tuning in next week because I can't wait to see the Chad Gable Braun Strowman uh, showdown. 
That's that's what I'm anticipating and looking of forward to next week. Yeah, man, they're they're in they're in St. Paul, this, Minnesota, I believe. Uh, uh, this, 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 come on, bro. This this is come on, man. Yeah. Come on, bro. Please. Please. <laughs> There's a comment said, "How did Austin Theory get Strowman's phone number?" And uh, how did Austin Theory lose again on this show? No, he didn't. He didn't fight. Tag match, he, right? No, he wasn't in the he wasn't in the match. He was. Um, he was he interrupted Alpha Academy. Oh, that's right. And then he got super kicked by Gargano. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I swear to God, the uh, the theory thing is the rib on Vince from Triple H. I, I think it's the rib on Vince, and I think because Theory has gotten himself into some uh, backstage, like some outside of the company stuff too that he was oh, really? in. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. So he's he's in the in the doghouse right now for some outside of the company things is what I was. I'll never was forget, saying. bro. I swear to God, like you know, I left the WWE when Vince gave me the nanny line. And I was like, F you, bro. I'm not putting this job or you before my family, right? But, yeah. bro, I'll never forget. I almost went back in 2002. I almost went back. And I'll never forget, bro, Vince actually saying to me, you know, you're going to have to eat you-know-what for a while because you left. And I remember looking at him and I said, Vince, I'm not eating anything. <laughs> I said, I left because I made a decision that I felt was right for me and my family at the time. So what are you telling me? I'm going to be punished because I made a decision for my family that you deem wrong. But my point is, bro, that was 20 years ago. And now there's just different people doing the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Unreal, bro. Well, this is supposed to be a new regime, man. It's supposed to be a whole new deal, but uh, not not quite. Omos defeats uh, two enhancement talents. So the rumor with Omos is that Goldberg is supposed to come and plow through him in uh, Saudi. Oh, God, bro, please. Come on. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to ask you, is any of this doing anything for you for Omos? Is it doing anything? Oh, for absolutely no. Nothing. No, no, no. No, but here's the thing, though. I would be open because I like Goldberg, man. I, I you know, I, I, I'm a Goldberg fan, and I don't mind. You know, so a lot of people don't like this, but I don't mind the occasional Goldberg pop-ups. You know, for for just the the right thing. To me, Saudi makes sense because the Saudi crowd wants the the the, the legendary talent. So. I don't have a problem with Goldberg. I think he's kept himself in phenomenal shape. I don't have a problem with anything you said. Here's what I have a problem with, Chris. So Goldberg's going to plow through him, spear him the whole nine yards in Saudi, right? Yep. Then we're going to have almost in handicap matches to rebuild him yes. for the next three months yes. every week yes. on Raw. That That's the problem I have. <laughs> that's the problem. Because either you're going to do that or you take his name off the roster. What, yes. What, what, pick, pick one, bro. That's what happened. What he did lastly. He, exactly. He, 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 he went through a bunch of jobbers. Lastly, beat him. Yeah. Then he went through a bunch of jobbers again. Goldberg's yes. gonna beat him. Yes. Then he's gonna go through a bunch of jobbers again, and then Strowman's gonna beat him. And yes. then I mean, that's basically what Omos is. So. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about MVP in this role, though? Do you think waste. that like it's waste. it's a waste for him, okay. bro? They had the Black Lives Matter. <laughs> It was tailor-made. It was 
handed, handed to them on a silver platter, and they're so freaking clueless. Bro, I swear to God, these people don't even know what's going on in the news. They don't know what's going on in the world. I'm telling you, their world is the WWE. That was beautiful, bro. That was handed to them. There's, there was so much freaking meat on that bone, bro. And wow, now we got MVP managing almost. Now, here's my question with that, Vince. So do you think that Triple H has his hand on the pulse more? No. You know, no. or is he in the bubble still? Bro, wrestling's his life. Wrestling's their life. Wrestling's Heyman's life. Wrestling's Hayes' life. Wrestling's Bruce's life. Wrestling is their life. That is the problem, bro. So nobody you think in the executive team just has their hand on the pulse at all? No, absolutely Even Stephanie? No. I mean, no. She's supposed to be the chief brand officer, right? All about branding? So. Nope. It's, it seems like Stephanie may have a little like like she may watch like some Desperate Housewives or something. Well, I, I bro, I I will tell you this. Uh, I she's mean, she's got some sass. And she wasn't you know. though, bro. Stephanie was not uh, when when I was around her and when I was working with her and stuff, bro. She was like, she was unhip and uncool, just like Vince. Really, Shane was uh, a lot more. Hip. Oh, he seems like it. Yeah, yeah. Shane was a hundred times more. Hip. Stephanie was very Vince-ish when it came to that. Really? really? Oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Wow. Uh, next we have uh, men's segment number two, and uh, he gets attacked by Dexter Loomis. Who didn't think? SK Nation. Who did not think that Loomis was behind? Is oh my god that was so but bro see this is another example this is another example what is red hot right now what were we talking about at the top of the show Bummer. tie that in tie mm. that in call netflix make some kind of a deal loomis is watching it backstage tie oh, that mm. in bro tie. that's what i mean those are the connects they miss bro because they're in the bubble tie mm. that in bro yeah right very, very interesting there uh, next, we have uh, Candice LeRae, your favorite, Candice LeRae. <laughs> Why is Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross on this? Why are they on this show? Why okay. are they on this show? I'm Dallas Cowboys versus calling her yeah, bro, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys versus New York Giants. Yes, Candice LeRae versus yes. Nikki Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, come on. What is wrong with you? You don't like, see the comparison there. You don't see the comparison. You don't. You don't oh, see the competition. Come on, there? Chris and Chris. That's the danger. Bro, here's the danger. We don't know who who Nikki Larue is. They killed uh, Nikki Ash three years ago. Yes. So now I'm going to go see what's going on in the game. Bro, say now it's a drive. The Cowboys are driving. Bro, you lost them now. Yeah. They're, not, they're not going back now. Every time they turn off, you have a chance of losing them for the duration of the show. Yeah, You got to think about that stuff when you're writing, bro. And that's true, Vince, because when uh, Ohio State played in the playoffs on a Monday night, I was just like totally – not into the show uh, i was totally like i mean i had to that's what i'm you know that's what that's would my you job have been into it if candace larue was on the show would you have you know that, that might be a different deal <laughs> it might it might be a different deal it's fourth and one on the uh on the three yard line 
uh it, it's time is running out we're about to do the ho the go-ahead touchdown i'm and i turn real quick i see candace larue i'm not going back to no see if they can no that's no the fourth down I, I would be i'll be absolutely uh, uh mental as uh uh william regal would say if i go back and, and check on, on that game. bro you know what really sucks that i'm i, I hate bro back when i was writing on on tuesday you would get the quarter hours mm -hmm. so you you would be able to tell okay what was on in this 15 minutes that you don't get those quarter hours anymore bro yeah. i i i want those quarter hours back because you will see yeah. who they're tuning out to do do you think they pay attention to that anymore no okay so with this with the segment by segment what makes them put certain things in certain segments to you like in your opinion i know you it's been a while since you've been there but as far as when vince was there now triple h was there why do they put candace LeRae and nikki ash toward the end of the segment uh, toward the end of this so you have with Monday Night football it could have been a close you know about it could have been a close contest and people is really into it because you're reaching the end of Monday Night Football, just like you're reaching the end of Raw. Why do you think that they're just phoning it in by putting that segment in there because they know that people will be more engaged to the end of the, the football game? Uh, bro, I, I, I just I don't think they care, Chris. I, I, I think the paycheck is the same every week, regardless of what the rating is. I really believe, bro, that they want to switch over to, um, um you know the the streaming a streaming service amazon it, picked up 13 mil for a nfl they have 13 million viewers yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying because yeah. then rate, rating if it's a streaming service bro ratings yeah. ain't gonna matter you know and and and, and i really think that that's the long-term plan because hmm. i i don't know bro i you know like i said bro there there definitely is more effort being put into this show than it was under Vince, but that's really not saying a lot. Mm. I mean, Vince, Vince was almost like a dead man going through the motions of this show. So anybody would have came and put more life into this show. We're just, getting, yeah. we're, we're getting an NXT show, bro. And Correct. I think the effort is there by triple H. I, was, I just think the effort is there to just appease the marks every week. I mean that's yeah. that's what it that just is, yeah that's what it seems like every week it's oh johnny gargano oh kevin owens yeah. oh man they're tag teaming this week right. oh it's gonna be amazing yes. and then, you know you as a journalist I, I keep up with you know a lot of things that's going on as far as just pro wrestling and i saw uh, uh some picture of them t like having some team they used to be called the Panda express like a makeshift team and this was a while ago 15 plus years ago and so there was like a bunch of panda express like pictures going on now so people are really getting engaged of like oh man we're going to see this gargano and owens they're finally going to team up against each other and it's like you you hear stuff like that and to a casual fan what the heck does that even mean like it just why are we why does a casual fan even care about that it means nothing bro no um now we have Judgment Day. They cut a backstage interview once again. Lots of Judgment Day once again uh, this week, like last week. Why is the 
Why do we have the oversaturation of Judgment Day events? Why did Triple uh, bro, H? You, listen, your two big acts on this show right now is Bailey and her crew and Judgment Day. I, I mean, that's the, those the, that's Act A and Act B. Those are the two. Th those those two groups are carrying the show. What, that's what, not that's not bringing the ratings up. So, bro, what does it say that those two groups are carrying this show? Come on, man. Triple H has a lot of faith in Judgment Day and Damage Control. Uh, but again, this feels like another NXT show. So uh Sami Zayn defeats AJ Styles. Uh Styles offered the Judgment Day spot post-match rejects and attacked. Oh, he, he he's a problem I'm having too. I swear I, I hate this so much. When you hear Sami Zayn, you you hear great worker. Okay, fine. So then I ask the question. What is a great worker? Uh, do you even know what a great worker is? Because a great worker to me is not somebody I see slapping their leg on every kick. That that's not a great worker to me. I'm I'm watching the guy slap his leg to get the sound of a kick. So in other words, I'm seeing that you're not working me. I, I see what you're doing. You're slapping your leg so it, it's you want it to sound like you're kicking him. You're not working me. I see what you're doing. What is a good worker to these people, bro? What? Yeah, I don't. I don't even really care. Like that doesn't even, that doesn't really mean much to me. I mean, like he, you know, when he was in ROH and in the Indies, like he was. Um, a good worker when it comes to wrestling moves and holds and stuff like that to me that's cool but i i think sammy Zayn is money because to me he's a much he's a great and funny as heck actor you know what i mean i i, I think that that's what br brings me into sammy Zayn. he he dances uh he's just corny and carny and just funny and like yeah. I know that you don't watch SmackDown, but I think I think the whole deal with he's like some bloodline wannabe, and then he gets an honorary oos and he marks out. And and, and uh, I mean, I like the storyline when it comes to the bloodline now because like Jay doesn't like Sammy, but Jimmy is kind of liking them, and they have like their like secret handshake, and like he when he gets uh, Roman Reigns like basically. Uh, 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 like shoots him down, just demoralize him. Like, what are you doing? You know, don't ever put another shirt on. And then he throws him the honorary ooze, you know, uh, character. And he's like, and he, and he marks out and everybody's cheering. And like, he like jumps in Jay's face. I think Sami Zayn is absolute money, man. He's funny. I, I wish that they would carry that, a little bit of that over to Raw because the only thing that he came in and it just said a SmackDown, you know, uh, um, uh, just the, the name kind of on the bottom. It just said SmackDown. Like, we don't, for those who just watch Raw, or, like, give us more. Give us the reason why Sammy's coming over. And I don't think we even got that. Like, why do we, why does it even make sense, like you said, that he's even coming over to go against AJ Styles as if, like, AJ attacked him on yeah, SmackDown? Yeah, he's defending the honor of Bloodline. That was the explanation again like you said 
what does that even mean if AJ wasn't even involved? In, yeah. What is defending the honor and bloodline on Raw? Yeah. Means what? Maybe if he was like, maybe if like uh, Roman Reigns was feuding against somebody on Raw at the time and Sami Zayn went to get, you know, uh, right. uh, went to go against him, that would make sense. Yeah. But at the same time, AJ Styles means absolutely no sense and the thing is i'm trying to i'm trying to make it make sense but i mean you you have like five hundred thousand people that watch smackdown more than raw so uh i don't think people are like exclusively watching raw they may though they may they might they might exclusively watch raw so. Uh, we get uh, backstage another another damage control, but now Candice LeRae's in it this time. Vince. Or I'm sorry, Candice LeRae. I, I I I missed that one. I didn't see that one. Oh, that's all right, man. You you, you missed you missed uh, Candice LeRae, man. Candice LeRae is the the show stealer, man. She's the one who brings people over from from Monday Night. What Night. happened to a liar and Rackle? Where'd they, where'd they go? They were tag champs two weeks ago. Where yeah, they? And they lost the titles and oh, good. Yeah, where's yeah. Dewdrop? So uh, I actually broke a story on Pancakes and Power Slams last week on my show um, that they're supposed to be doing some type of gimmick with uh, Ash and and Dewdrop. So they're preparing her to be some big monster. Ash. Yeah, no, no, do drop to be a big monster. Oh, so no, but what you said with ASH, Nikki ASH, she's still gonna be with doing the thing with do drop. Well, she took her mask off because right. she's supposed to be transferring, she's supposed to be transitioning back over to Nikki Cross. Yeah, who's playing next week on Monday Night Football? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter when LaRue's on the, on the that, television. That's, that's going to be a hard choice for me. Yes, this this, is, this yeah. Nikki, Nikki Cross uh, yeah. transition is going to yeah, be – that's going to be a hard one for me to miss. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we, end the, we end the show with uh, Matt Riddle defeating um, uh, Damian Priest and then Riddle being attacked. And then there you go. Edge coming back. Another Edge comeback. So this ends with Edge challenging Finn Balor for the first time ever. Edge and Finn Balor. Oh, is that next week too? No, it's Extreme Rules. Oh, my God. Bro, that's I, like, quit, I, I swear to God, this whole show was, okay, What, what what's going to be the big pop at the end? Edge comes out. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that was the concern, bro. That that was the concern on the whole show. Edge is going to be Doing a main event of Riddle and, and Priest. You, yeah. you know that that was going to end. We're, we're in Canada. Edge is going to come out. Big pop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big all right. Yeah. So all this White Rabbit, you know, a lot of people talking about the White Rabbit uh, clues and all that stuff. And uh, so looks like your boy Bray might be uh, – Coming back, man. Well, we'll see. We'll 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 see what they do, bro. Could that could that could that increase your intrigue? And in oh, bro, I mean, Bray will always increase my in, intrigue. I I I will stop everything to watch Bray. Nice. Absolutely, yes. Nice. You heard you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Vince Russo, let him know about the brand, my man. 
<laughs> you know Channel what? Man, I'm call, I'm, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me let me let me call Joey. Let me give let me give you a timeout, man. Where's uh Joey? Joey, here we go. <laughs> Time out. Time out. Time out, Joey. Time out, Joey. Vince, I think that you flexing so much that you're actually getting some definition there. Man. Would you believe that some moron thought that was Howard Stern on my arm, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, okay, yeah, bro. That's uh, that 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 really? that. that oh, moron, bro. People are morons, man. With all uh, man, look, man, look, we, bro. We, the we, last five episodes of Dom are good, better than the first five. Oh, it's good, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh. It's really good. Yeah, I got I got to finish it up. Very very intriguing, man. And uh, you know, that being my wheelhouse, it 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 really bro, uh it, it really it really made sense. I think they did a really good job. Bro, you got to watch this patient. This is all about what you do. You know, you know what the you know what the story of the patient is? No. Bro, the guy um Corell is the uh Corell is the uh doctor. And a patient comes and visits him, okay? And they're kind of getting nowhere. Next thing we know, Carell's knocked out. Next thing we know, he wakes up. He's he's chained to a bed in a room. The patient kidnaps Carell. We find out the patient is a serial killer mm -hmm. and wants Carell to cure him bro this is right this show is right up your alley you gotta check oh, it out okay yeah. yeah what's it called again the patient the i patient. think it's on i think it's on hulu nice nice yeah yeah no right up your alley bro you'll nice. you'll, you'll enjoy it big time sounds good man yes uh channelattitude.com man look uh we haven't done it in a while uh i've seen people request it in the chat let's do some let's do some disco real quick man. oh jeez Let's do it, man. Are they ready for it, bro? Uh, SK Nation, are you ready for some disco? Uh, we we can't play the others though because we'll uh, we'll get uh, we'll get reissued. Uh, but, but we don't. But we don't. I'm just I'm watching Gorgano's <laughs> entrance, and I'm yeah. like, what we, okay. the Christian 2.0 with oh, with the uh, gimmick. <laughs> Here we go. This is for you, Gargano! Bro! He's into the show, man. What, what's going on in the show right now that's intriguing you right now? Gargano and Kevin Owens. All right, everybody, listen. For me, for Dr. Chris, Candace LaRue. Yeah, LaRue. All right, ladies and gentlemen.